Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cara, acne can be tough. Whether your kid is just starting to get breakouts or has been struggling with them for years, there's a great product that can help. Phyla is the ultimate game changer. It tackles acne right at its root cause, rebalancing the skin's bacteria and packing it with probiotic phages. Phyla harnesses the superpowers of probiotics, tiny warriors targeting and wiping out the acne-causing bacteria. In studies, Phyla slashed acne-causing bacteria by a whopping 90%. Phyla doesn't just fix acne you can see. It stops new breakouts in their tracks. It has no harsh chemicals and won't irritate or dry most skin. Phyla's three-step system is like a dermatologist-approved magic potion. Cleanse, apply serum, and moisturize twice a day. As a special treat for our listeners, you can grab 25% off your first order of Phyla. Head over to phylabiotics.com, enter code PUBERTY at checkout, and kickstart your family's journey to acne-free skin. Check out the link in our show notes for quick access. Hi, I'm Cara Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Cole bennett Each week, we dive into the what and how of raising kids through puberty, that roller coaster of physical and emotional shifts for kids and parents alike. Combining reliable science and relatable parenting strategies, we will all learn about, laugh about, and yes, maybe even cry about adolescents, ours and theirs. So, Cara, it's been a big week <laughs> for us on TikTok. You went viral. We went viral. And not only did we go viral, because we have gone viral before, like with it the, was really you who went, but let's just it let's was just me break who went down. viral previously because I opened a TikTok with the words penis, penis, penis. So, you know, if that doesn't tell you something. But this week we went viral because we did a whole TikTok about wet dreams which is apparently a hot topic <laughs> a hot topic of hate you know we're going to we're going to get into some fun dramatic reads of the comments that we got which by the way if i wanted to feel good about myself this week one place to not look would be the tiktok <laughs> comment section you know but- it's great Thank God our kids are so good at giving us constructive criticism (laughs) so that we're like perfectly prepped to handle the comments on TikTok. They're like, adolescents are the perfect training ground for having a very thick skin on TikTok. So before we even get into this week's episode, I just want to point people to the TikTok that we're talking about that has... As of the moment that we're recording, I think it's got close to a million views and growing by the minute. And um, no pun intended. (laughs) No pun intended. And it's so you go to our TikTok channel, which is called Spilling the Puberty. 
Yes, I did come up with that name. And I'm yeah, our local punster came up with that TikTok name. Correct. Just feel and, just feel lucky the podcast isn't called Spilling the Puberty because that's what Car wanted to call I wanted it. everything to be called Spilling the Puberty. So it, go to that TikTok and it's not hard to find. It's the TikTok that says wet dreams at the top. <laughs> it's very short. I think it's full of very good information. Unusually short for us. <laughs> usually, yes, it's, sure. it's TikTok friendly, but you can absolutely watch it. One thing that we're going to circle back to is the fact that our most viral videos are all about male anatomy and male physiology. And they are viral in very interesting ways because the blowback that we're getting in the comment section on this is identical to what we get on the other videos about male anatomy and physiology. And that is just to say that it is all comments about la, 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 we don't want to hear this. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to know. So let's read before we dissect the why. <laughs> let's read, Vanessa, some of the comments that we have gotten. And maybe we can even start with the one that has 11,000 likes. This comment has 11,000 likes. So we're going to do a dramatic reading <laughs> of some of the top comments on Go TikTok. For it. So this one just says, I would want my parents to say nothing. 11,000 likes. Cara, you okay. do the next one. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't do this one without laughing because <laughs> this one makes me laugh. Wow, I'm a mom of toddlers and even I know this is bad advice. And then the emoji with the wide eyes. So then there's a bunch that are along the lines of, if my mom came up to me and said that, I think I genuinely just walk out and never return. I want to point out mum in that comment because yes. we have an international audience. Apparently we have a yes. British following. One of my favorites is oh, yeah. one that's in all caps. Oh, and it that's just what says, I was going to say. <laughs> do, do not do this. That one. No, no, don't say this. No. <laughs> okay. How about the one that has the skeleton head and it says, nah, you know it's bad when your mom calls you dude. This is why I attribute the virality <laughs> to you, Vanessa, because in this TikTok, Vanessa does a little scripting where she says, dude, and she goes on to say what she might say to one of her kids. And that got a lot of talk in the comment section. Talk, aka mockery. Let's find one more. Oh, how about this one? How about this one? Yeah. If my parents said this to me, I'd take that as an indication that it's their time for the nursing home. <laughs> yeah, that was the one I was do. <laughs> so I, I want us to unpack, FYI, I still have a cold, as you can hear from my pubescent voice. Actually, this is the perfect voice for us to talk about, to unpack the TikTok in which adolescent boys are telling us not to talk about anything. That's my voice cracks. And it, it is adolescents and it is adults. And we know that because throughout the comment section, people are identifying their age. They're saying, I'm just a kid, but, or I'm 57. And so it's a really kind of fascinating cross-section of people who are watching and hating on our TikTok, but go on, Vanessa. So what we want to do 
is unpack a few things. One is, why are all these people telling us not to talk about a pretty big, important thing that can happen to some people with penises during puberty, wet dreams? And we have a whole episode on spontaneous erections and wet dreams from season one. So you can check that out. So number one is, why are people freaking out that we shouldn't talk about it? Number two, why are they most popular when we talk about men's anatomy and physiology? And number three, why do we feel like it's so important to cover these topics? It's not like we particularly love talking about wet dreams, but we believe it's important. So why are we doing it? So those are the three things that I would like to hit. Card, do you want to add anything to the agenda for this week's episode? No, I think that's a perfect list. I Thank think it's you. perfect list. And I feel so, so perfect validated. <laughs> and and I think the place to begin is really with the analogy of what it was like to talk about periods 30, 40, 50 years ago, because all of the questions you asked could have been applied to the topic of periods back in the day. And something has changed where we're all much more comfortable. Kids are much more comfortable talking about that biological process. And so I think where we're going with this conversation in case we were not being obvious enough is that's the future, we hope, of what dreams conversations is what happens now with period conversations, that it's just something that happens to the body and it doesn't happen in everybody and it's fine to talk about. And yes, there will be questions and that's fine too. So let's start with your first point. People are like, don't talk about it. They'll, so the comments are like, don't talk about it. They'll work it out. Don't talk about it. They'll figure it out. Don't talk about it. It's so mortifying. Don't Don't, talk about it. Don't talk about it. Just wash their sheets. That's conversation enough. There's actually a comment that says that, which is fascinating. There are a few comments that say that. Then there's like, they should already know what it is or they should Google it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Also, like, why are you doing their sheets in the first place? They should already know how to do their laundry. Because so there's a comment on not just our puberty education, but also our parenting. Apparently, we're also terrible parents on top of being offensive TikTokers. So I'm fascinated that like everyone's like, why would you talk about it? Don't talk about it. It's so embarrassing. And it's like, yes. Exactly. Right. Why does it have to be embarrassing? Like if people talked about it, ergo, can I use ergo there? That was very well placed. You like that? Then it wouldn't be embarrassing. But because no one talks about it, oh my God, I can't stop looking at the comments while while we're talking. I had to turn it off. I, I have actually to have to shut it because it's, I mean, there are thousands of them. And I think just to to put a bow on the we got to talk about it piece for any people who are listening saying, great in theory, but in practice, never going to happen. I get it. And you get it. We're not saying the right thing for everyone involved is to have a conversation, therefore just go have a conversation. We understand this is a very third rail topic, right? This is one that brings shame and it just shouldn't. So the first step feels like unshaming it. Because it's just your body. It's just what your body does. And and it's got, there's no control over this, right? Yeah. What so dreams I, happen? 
I want you to, I, for people who haven't listened to our Wet Dreams episode, which I feel like was frankly underappreciated, Car, can you, particularly because the image we used on social media was an eggplant on our social media post. Car, it was early you, days. There would have been a lot of hate now. Yes, apparently we yes. could have had dancing eggplants. Car, can you just quickly explain what a wet dream is and why it's important that like, it's not a conscious, it's not like, it's not even like masturbation, which frankly, it, it's fine if people masturbate, but like a wet dream is like an uncontrollable physiological. Right. So, right. If we deconstruct the title of the phenomenon, it's the medical name is nocturnal emission, nocturnal night emission. You know, it's emitting out of your body. It's leaving your body, right? The wet dreams is sort of the vernacular version, right? It's just like the more casual term. And it's wet because moisture comes out. And so there's a wet spot and dreams. So you're asleep. It's very simple. As the genetically male body goes through puberty, as the testosterone starts to flow and the testicles start to produce sperm and the semen is formed, which is a mixture of sperm and other fluids that are added into the sperm as it's passing up and out of the testicles and sort of through a bunch of tubes and then down out the penis, right? There's other fluid in there, not just straight sperm. That combination is called semen. And as puberty evolves, then what happens is there are surges in different hormones. And some of those surges in different hormones result in some people, not all people, ejaculating or having that semen come out of their penis while they are asleep. And there is no great data here because dream analysis is not considered real bench science, but it doesn't seem to be associated with arousal. It doesn't seem to be that you have to have a sexual dream in order to have it happen. But again, like I've never really seen a study that can convince me of that because I'm not sure we understand what people are dreaming all the time, but it just happens. It's just a physiological process in many, but not all genetically male bodies. And some guys have wet dreams every night. And some guys have wet dreams once or twice, and some guys have them somewhere in between, and some guys never have them. And I'll add, and we do get into this in great detail in that episode, what it looks like on the bed, because it does not look or smell like urine. Urine is all water, basically. And so it spreads out very quickly across a sheet, and it covers a much bigger space on the sheet. Semen it has less water. It's more concentrated. So it stays in a small little area, you know, maybe somewhere between the size of a quarter and I don't know, the size of a cell phone, you know, so not even, there's never as big as a cell phone, a, bit, a small little circle usually, or irregular circle. And it doesn't smell like urine, right? Urine has a sort of very distinct pungent odor and, and semen doesn't smell that way. So what else do we need to cover as basics, Vanessa? I think so. We've got the, please don't talk about it. We have the, it's actually not something that it's not a choice. It's just something that happens to the human body and it's super normal. Some kids get, af they're afraid. I I, I do want to- Wait, so that's I what I want to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. So the reason that it's so important to talk to kids about wet dreams, about spontaneous erections, about ejaculation, about all of these things that the body does. It's because we have worked with lots and lots of men 
for whom their wet dreams or their erections were very scarring and traumatic experiences because, wait for it, no one ever talked to them about it. They didn't know it was normal and they felt like there was something wrong with them. They felt ashamed. They felt completely in the dark. And so we don't talk about this stuff because it's hilarious to say the words nocturnal emissions. We talk about it because we know that people out the other side as adults really struggled with not knowing what it was. And that comes through in the comments. And it's interesting because the comments are, everyone knows what it is. You don't have to tell them they know, which has a defensiveness to it. Like the subtext to me almost feels like, well, even if I didn't think I knew what it was when I was younger, obviously I know what it is now. And everyone knows what it, right? There's sort of a, and the truth is until someone tells you about it, you don't know. You don't know. And it is very possible that you've heard about it from friends, right? It's wet dreams are a topic of conversation among some kids. It's a topic of mockery among some kids, frankly, especially siblings who figure it out and figure out that it's a button to push because there is shame involved. But it doesn't have to be. And that's why we keep pushing it. We actually, you know, if you had told me, certainly if you had told my younger teen self, but even if you had told me five or 10 years ago, Cara, you're going to get so much hate on TikTok and you're going to be totally fine with it. I actually wouldn't have believed you because it feels bad to get so much negativity. This does not feel bad. This feels like a humongous opportunity. This feels like exactly, we need to talk about this. And Vanessa, I think a little bit of the pushback we're getting because this comes through in the comments too is your two moms, your two, you don't have this equipment. This thing never happened to you. How would you know? And you're trying to manage around your own parenting situation and your own kids. And to that, I say, true, we are two moms. True, we don't have this equipment. However, uh, we happen to be pretty darn educated in this area and do this for a living. And also, it is our job to help our kids to understand what is typical and what is not typical, what they do need to worry about and what they don't need to worry about. And we have now taken on this podcast, which keeps picking up more and more listeners and it makes me so happy. And I keep wondering why. And the answer why is because people are hungry to hear that other people are doing it too. So many of our listeners are not just kind of getting tips from us, but sharing tips with us. They're doing this too. So to all the people who are commenting on the TikTok, and we're going to post another one because that's just what we do. <laughs> Cara has like a special response voice when she responds to viral TikTok. She's like, hey, no problem. You do you. That's great. <laughs> I, I actually, I happen to be a doctor, so I can like talk about this. She has this like very nonchalant voice, which if you know Cara, she's like the opposite of nonchalant. But she's my like, kids would say it's like the opposite <laughs> of when there anything goes down at our house. That but they wish like, I had that response. It's totally Oscar-winning performance of <laughs> Cara playing the chill girl. It's like so so funny. Yeah. So we will post a response. Side side note: I actually visited my daughter at college recently, and. The funniest comment she made was after I had taken some of her roommates out to lunch, about an hour later, she and I met up and I said, how's everything going? And she said, 
my friends weirdly think that you are super mellow. <laughs> it's like, oh, there we go. It's my response voice. You're like, it's so much easier when it's not your own parent. So much easier. But I, I do this whole diatribe to sort of make the point that we always tell parents, you don't have to have the equipment to have the conversation. Right. And I really believe that. I really believe that the reason why a million people have watched our TikTok is because they actually are fascinated that people are willing to have the conversation and maybe even that people who don't have the equipment are. There's there's something behind the venom that's not, there's sort of a vulnerability there. I'm giving them a lot of credit, but I, I do think that. I do think that. If you listen to enough of our episodes, you'll hear us preach the importance of air, particularly down there. Airing out body parts reduces sweatiness, stinkiness, and skin irritation. And it feels amazing to air it all out after a long day in tight, sweaty clothes. Which is why we created the Oom Short. Super soft, lightweight, with wide legs and a low crotch. All help air flow. Designed for all genders in all sizes, literally down to kids extra small and up to men's extra large. Everyone who wears them tells us they've never been so comfy. Get your shorts at myoomla.com. Vanessa, we literally have three minutes to eat lunch every day. I am not joking. And the challenge is how to make it delicious and healthy and still fit into that tiny window. Our answer is Factors ready-to-eat meals. They have been a godsend. We throw our Factor meals in the microwave. It takes two minutes and out comes a gorgeous, fresh, never-frozen meal. We both love the tamale vegetarian one. It's delish. There's a ton of options every week. There's 60 add-ons, breakfast, snacks, beverages. I love doing the wellness shots with my kids. They think it's hilarious. And I know they're getting vitamins and minerals in their bodies. So get meals on your table or at your desk in two minutes or less. Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. You can customize with flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and you can press pause or reschedule depending upon your lifestyle. So to order, go to factormeals.com slash puberty50 and use the code puberty50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That code is puberty50 at factormeals.com slash puberty50 to get 50% off your first box, 20% off your next box. And I am going to go do that right now because I need more factor meals in my refrigerator. Cara, lately I have been lying awake at night. I'm physically exhausted, but I can't sleep because my mind is so wired with everything going on between work and my family. So I've added magnesium breakthrough to my nightly routine and it actually helps calm my mind. It helps me get better sleep and I wake up feeling better rested. I'm less cranky and I'm more patient with my family and with you. Oh, I've noticed. And it's because unlike other magnesium supplements that might give one or two formulations of magnesium, magnesium breakthrough has seven. That's why you're sleeping so well and waking up refreshed. Now, dietary supplementation is always best, Vanessa. So that means eating your minerals and vitamins is the best way to get them in. 
But if you can't or you don't get enough, magnesium breakthrough is the way to go. It can also help digestion, though too much helps your digestion too much, which is not a good thing. It can support muscle recovery. So bye-bye, Charlie Horses. And it helps build dense bones, which is especially important for women approaching and in menopause. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can go to buyoptimizers.com slash puberty, B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com slash puberty. And you can use the code PUBERTY10 during checkout to save 10%. That promo code is PUBERTY10 at buyoptimizers.com slash puberty. Your body and brain and family and business partner will thank you. Cara, my kids love Magic Spoon cereal. And even though it's cereal, they actually love it as a homework snack. The variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. And fruity is the favorite flavor in my house. Now, this pack has zero grams of sugar, between 13 and 14 grams of protein, and between four and five grams of net carbs per serving. It's made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and it's high in protein, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So a great choice, Vanessa. You can go to magicspoon.com slash puberty to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our, you guessed it, promo code puberty at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident you're going to love their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. They do not want you to send their cereal back to them. Try a bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash puberty and use the code puberty to save $5. So I want to take this lesson from our experience on TikTok, which I used to have such a thin skin. I used to be accused of being very sensitive and very emotional. And having raised four children, I'm now no longer sensitive (laughs) and very even killed miraculously. I want to take this lesson that we got and I want to apply it and use it to give people advice who are listening about when they make an effort to do something for their kids, with their kids, to have conversations with their kids, and it doesn't go the way they want, or their advice isn't received the way they thought it would be, or even more so they're mocked and derided for offering up that advice, or God forbid, referring to their child as dude. By the way, I did do a poll on Instagram to ask people what they, how they refer to their middle schoolers to what their middle say. schoolers. Everybody said, dude, bro, bud buddy, which are all the terms that I use. And so I'm not alone. I don't know what the hell people want us to refer to because it's not friend. Hey, friend. (laughs) Hey, Hey, little man. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, or hey, big guy, right? Like those are, everything's awful. So call your kid whatever you want. As long as they tell you not to call them that anymore, it's all fair game. Also, what's amazing is people watched our TikTok long enough to get to the part where you said, dude, because that's actually what else are these people going to say? So here are some lessons I want us to take away from Cara and my experience putting ourselves out there on TikTok. Every morning, by the way, I tell my kids, I'm like, 
Well, it's up to 930,000 views. And they think it's hilarious. Thank God. Because really, there's fair ground. to If your mother is on TikTok talking about wet dreams and a million people have watched it, it's fair ground to be You know what? Can, can I jump in and say, we both asked our kids after it went started to go viral, we both asked our kids and they had from across the country, identical responses. A little bit of a facepalm, but a facepalm not at us, frankly, a facepalm at all the... And then just like, whatever. People are, you know, fill in the blank. They laughed, they blew it off, which to me, we have, you know, six kids between us and that's six very strong opinions and we would have heard loud and clear, loud and clear if what we were saying wasn't okay. We did not get that from any of our kids, which is pretty remarkable. Just wait till we do a TikTok on orgasms. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're going to get totally different feedback. Let me just be very clear. <laughs> so for those of you listening who have now started to have joined TikTok and are following us on TikTok because you thought you were too old, but if we're not too old, then you're not too old. Cooking videos and videos about wet dreams. That's what's And on. no, no. And also um, cute little pet videos and oh, baby adorable. videos. They're, They're adorable. like... So adorable. I just send them to my kids all day and they make me happy. I particularly like the little doggy grooming videos where they get cut, their fur gets cut into like balls. So they just look like fur balls. They're so cute. Okay. So here's what I learned. And then Kari, you can share what you learned. Here's what I learned about the responses, the number of responses and the number of comments, which is people made it all the way to the end of the TikTok. And to me, there was a, a minute, one which minute, which was a minute. It's a lifetime which, on TikTok. Yeah. But go in on. TikTok language, that's long. But it parallels to me what we say about kids, which is if they are still in the room with you and you're talking to them about a tough subject, if they are still in the room, they are still listening. Even if their bodies are turned away from you, even if their hands are over their ears even if they are lying on the floor with the dog under a blanket, if they are still there and they haven't walked out, they are still listening to you. So those million people who stuck around long enough to listen to our TikTok about wet dreams still got the information we provided them about wet dreams, which is it's totally normal. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that adults and kids can talk about. So that's lesson number one. That is, you know what lesson number two is? If you want to go viral on TikTok, you should talk about male anatomy and male physiology. And I, I say it not in jest. We have become very, very good as a society at talking about female anatomy and female physiology. And this is something that we should celebrate. This is something that it has come leaps and bounds from where it was a generation or two ago. And it's not perfect yet, but it's so much better. We need to do better as a culture. And isn't it interesting that when we do content about periods or vulvas or anything that's distinctly genetically female, that we get viewers and we get comments, but nothing like what we get when we do male anatomy and male physiology and male emotional experiences. And so what that says to me is that we're tapping into something that people, as you said, they want to be in the room for, they want to hear. Maybe they don't want to hear from us. You know, I'm not convinced that they want 
us you mean to be we're their not voice. like super cool and compelling and <laughs> well, like cutting edge these yeah, two I, middle-aged ladies yeah. in our cardigans yeah. one of us maybe but <laughs> i'm not gonna say which one <laughs> Car just put on her Clark Kent glasses. I did. I feel I like she's at, trying to like I have a get. She's trying to get the cool edge. I am. I'm like trying to get no UV in my eyes right now. So I do think that is a very, very fascinating piece to all of this, which is that in another ten or twenty years, I hope that what we're talking about is a nothing burger. I really do, Vanessa. It's a sign when people are saying, la, 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 don't talk to me about it. Actually, it's something we should be talking about because they're uncomfortable. And that takes me to the next lesson learned, which is so often when you have conversations with kids, they'll say, I already know about it, or I'll ask my friends, or I'll Google it, or like they just claim to be the experts. And it's really important to turn around and say, okay, great. Like, tell me what you know. Tell me what that means. Tell me what that is. And not in a like, oh, I'm going to stick it to you kind of way, but in a like, okay, great. Well, maybe you can teach me something. Why don't you tell me? Because chances are they don't know or the information they think they have is inaccurate or the source was like really not a great place for them to learn like the other 12-year-old kid on the bus who learned it from another 12-year-old kid at camp right so that's right i wish i could respond to each of these commenters and say great so tell me what you know about what dreams or like tell me how you keep wet dreams from making you feel ashamed or you know, what's the wonderful conversation that your friends had with you about wet dreams? Like, it's a sign to me, and it happens in our homes, that kids want to show that they are the experts. And very often, they don't know, but they don't want to admit that they don't know because that feels embarrassing. And this one topic in particular is private. You know, it's private. It's something you wake up in the morning and there may or may not be a wet spot in your bed. That feels very private to a person, to any person. I get that. And so your advice is not, hey, get comfortable talking to all of your friends about this. No, 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 no. Right? Your advice is get comfortable talking between adult caretaker and kid who may not have the information about this. And that's the other piece that felt lost in the comment section a little bit was, you know, there was there was a lot of sort of we, the royal we shouldn't be talking about this. And I think you and I both feel, no, the, the royal we should not stigmatize it, should not shame it. But it's the very intimate we. It's the we that lives under a roof and that's managing the sheets and that's managing the worries and that's managing all the logistics. That's the we who should be talking about it. Yeah. So this isn't necessarily a dinner table. Like, let's say you have more than one kid in your house and they don't all have penises or they may not all be at the age where erections or ejaculation are happening. This might be a conversation when just you and the person in your house who could potentially have a wet dream are walking the dog or getting dinner ready or whatever, because you want to be sensitive to it in case it's already happened and they didn't tell you or they're worried about it or it feels uncomfortable. You don't want to make it a public conversation. And just as a reminder of some of the tips we gave in our last episode, 
You don't want to save the sheets to point out the stain that shames a kid, right? So you can do it however you want to do it. If you're going to ask your child to take responsibility, then just leave everything well enough alone and mention it. But you're not going to go into the room and point to the spot on the sheets and say, I found this and now you have to take care of it, right? Of course It's not not like a dog rubbing a dog's nose and it's peaceful. No, it is not. And some parents and adults in homes will opt to just, oh, it's laundry day anyways. That's how I discovered it. I'm going to be doing the sheets and I'm not going to sue or say anything. I want to have an appropriate time to bring it up. And so maybe maybe you do something slightly different that day. Maybe you do the laundry and you leave the sheets on the bed and you leave the bed sort of in a way that both of you can get together and like finish making the bed. And that's your excuse to kind of bring it up. And it mentally triggers you because Vanessa, I don't know about you, but if something happens at nine o'clock in the morning and then I'm expected to remember it for a conversation at five o'clock in the evening, it is so long gone for my brain. And so sometimes you do need a visual trigger or a visual cue like, to remind oh yeah. you, oh yeah, we got to make the bed. Oh to- yeah, this is why. And by the way, it's not a 10 minute conversation. It no. can be a two two sentence conversation. Yeah, totally. 30 seconds. I'm not sure if you knew this, but it's actually really normal for someone with a penis and puberty to ejaculate on their sheets in the middle of the night. Do you know what it's called? Yes. Okay. Wet dreams. Fine. Do you know what it's called? No. Okay. It's called wet dreams or nocturnal missions. Totally normal, not something to be ashamed of. And sort of side note or corollary note, same, same for discharge in the underpants of genetic females. It is there many days, if not all days, for a number of tween and teen girls. And they do feel a similar type of embarrassment around it often, uh, especially if they're wearing dark colored underwear and the discharge sort of stands out as a big white stain. Again, just name it. Just, hey, this is what it is. Really easy to wash out. No big deal. So we're super grateful to all of the people on TikTok because we feel... (laughs) so emboldened to venture forward onto other parts. I think let's do the scrotum next. What should we do next about the scrotum? I just want to thank the one person who put a nice comment. I know. Like this advice. This was really one of tens of thousands. And the other thing is, I don't know about you, Cara, but I traditionally was not someone who ever took constructive criticism well including for the first decade of my marriage, I would say I didn't take constructive criticism well. And one of the really nice things about this experience has been recognizing how well my kids have trained me in accepting their comments and their feedback. Should we call it feedback? Feedback. And how I've gotten really good at being like, okay, as Carr would say, you do you. But I'm like, no, no, I still believe in this. And so I still feel like, yeah, you can disagree with me, but I'm still going to do this. And that's true of when we raise our kids too, right? Like you can disagree with me, but this is still your consequence or this is still my limit or this is still the rule or I'm still not going to be okay with you speaking to me that way or speaking to your sibling that way. And like holding the line on stuff I believe in, even when I get feedback that it doesn't feel good to them. That's right. And I think we can end with inviting any of those folks on TikTok who commented, great that you don't want to hear it from us. Let's find someone you want to hear it from. Because 
different voices resonate with different people. So please, you know, bring in voices that feel more attuned to what you want to hear. Bring in voices that look different from us and sound different from us. Go for it. The more voices there are having conversations like this, the less stigmatized it is, the less shaming it is, the more of a nothing burger it becomes. Cara, thank you for being my partner in creating these TikToks and also being the recipient of all the blowback on these TikToks. It's a wonderful journey to take together. It's so fun. (laughs) Till next time. Till next time on Scrotums. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us anywhere you get your podcasts or check out our Instagram at the puberty podcast. If you have questions or stories to share, email us at thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. And for more puberty info, check out myoomla.com or dynamogirl.com. Bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com